Good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transform. Today I want to talk to you about the bad swing. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. But before I do, I want to thank Park Home for our studio furniture and also Made by Vogel for other things that you see in our studio. You know, I love the golf. It's one of my favorite things to do. I love to go out with the guys and hang out. I love to take my grandkids out to the course once in a while. And and one day, I had my little five-year-old grandson with me, and he swung and he hit the ball, to which I said to him, that was a bad swing. Now, you have to understand, for a five-year-old at that time, he has a great little swing. But in that moment, that swing was bad. He responded by being mad at me because I had the audacity to say to him, that was a bad swing. But let me tell you this, true love always speaks truth in love. Now, I explained to him that I was not about to tell him it was a good swing when it wasn't. But when it was a good swing, I would tell him it was a good swing. He could expect truth from me and not a placating response that would patronize his little ego. Without truth, his swing would not get better. Now understand something, a bad swing doesn't make him a bad person. A bad swing doesn't make him less of who he is. But in that moment, his swing was bad. Without truth, his swing would go flawed. He didn't like hearing the truth, but it helped him correct the next swing, which was good, and then he was promptly commended for that. The reason I share this is I've been watching a phenomenon. All too often in life, we make bad swings. Those swings sometimes are contrary to godly principles. But then, when confronted with that bad swing, we become angry at those who would dare say anything. Those who would love us enough to say, hey, what are you doing? That's a bad swing. What are you thinking? That's, not, that's against God's word. That isn't a godly thing. What are you doing? But when we get confronted with that bad swing, rather than receiving it in the spirit in which is given, we have a tendency to get angry at those. The fact is, when I have a bad swing, it gives opportunity for others to say something. Even when that opportunity gives somebody to open their mouth in a way that may even be malicious. But understand this. It was my bad swing that gave them an opportunity to even say things in a manner in which they shouldn't. Should they do that? Certainly not. But true accountability says, I made this decision. I did it. And now I own it. Reminds me of the story of great King David, man after God's own heart, had a terrible moment with a terrible bad swing. The moment with Bathsheba. It was a terrible, sinful, selfish, carnal decision that was followed by other terrible bad swings. And yet there was a day came when Nathan the prophet came and confronted him. And he confronted him with the swing that he had taken. It confronted him with his sin. And you know what David said? I'm the man. He took it. He owned it. He took accountability. The problem is what we want sometimes is we want to be able to swing any way we desire without any accountability. We want to be told good swing when in fact it wasn't a good swing. We want to be commended for something that isn't commendable. We want to be approved for something that's not able to be approved of. We want to be affirmed for choices, decisions, and actions that simply aren't affirmable. And when it doesn't happen, we then in defiance shout, How dare someone confront my bad swing? How dare someone critique what I did? You don't love me because you don't affirm my bad swing or my bad choices. 
The fact of the matter is, what we want sometimes is we want people to clap and celebrate our sin. We want people to clap and celebrate the bad swing. We want people to clap and celebrate when the fact of the matter is we operate against the Word of God. And when people don't do it, then we get angry, then we say they don't love us, and then we have a tendency to become angry with them and resentful and bitter. The fact is, sometimes we take bad swings. We make mistakes. Now listen, it's okay, because bad swings can be fixed. Even God can take our sin and bring something beautiful out of, out of it if we will allow him to do so. But when you make that bad swing and somebody loves you enough to say, yo, that was a bad swing, don't get angry, don't get bitter, because if you'll heed their correction, if you'll heed their loving admonition, it'll only make you better. And let me say this, you know, parents, listen, there's sometimes your kids are gonna make bad swings. Don't celebrate it. Just look at them and say, I love you. This doesn't make you less, but that was a bad swing. Coaches, <laughs> I, I sometimes go to watch, watch games and I'm, I'm, I'm hearing coaches, I, mean, I love the coach and I love to encourage kids, but sometimes we need to tell a kid that just wasn't right. That was the wrong play. That was the wrong attitude. That was the wrong action. We need to tell them truth so they get better. You know, if you're in a church and your pastor has the audacity to look at you and has enough care about you to say, yo, that's a, that's a, that's a bad swing. Don't get angry. Don't get bitter. Take it in the spirit in which it's given. But even this, let me remind you something. But even in those moments where your bad swings give opportunity for others to take bad swings against you, you still did and you still made the bad swing. Hear it. Listen to it. Make a corrective um, action so that from now on you swing better. My little guy didn't like it. Pap, you told me. You, you, you said it was a bad swing. I said, that's right, buddy. That's because it was the truth. And you know what the truth did? It helped him make a better swing on the next one. So listen, we all make bad swings, but the great thing is God can fix them, God can help us, and we can make better swings in the future. Have a great day.